Blog Talk Radio. are listening to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com starring Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Hey everyone, I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. Welcome, welcome. And log on to thepetpsychic.com, thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication. And you can find uh, links to our video and the Dear Stormy column and all that fun, fun stuff. Call in at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. I can see there's a lot of people already in the queue. Uh, Join us in the chat room. I'm your producer and co-host, I Kusuhara. Thanks to Kendra and Diana who are working the phones today. Now, Laura, tell us how Seymour is doing, and for those of you who may, who might not know, what happened to Seymour? So Seymour is my blue and gold macaw, and she broke her leg on Sunday. And what happened was she climbed on top of the cage, and I had a sheet on top of the cage that was tied down with um, clothespins and she must have gotten the clothespins off and she got on the sheet and she like slid off the cage and landed on her, on her legs and she broke her tibia, her left tibia. And, um, you know, emergency vets will not see birds or bunnies. So Seymour had to wait until 25 hours or 26 hours to see the um, bird vet. Oh, and wow. I know, it was a long time, and she was, she was quite the trooper, actually. She just walked around her cage, and, she, you know, she, she kind of got around on, two, on one leg and her beak. She did pretty well. Um, but then she went in for surgery on Monday, and... Uh, spent the night at the vet, and the next morning she ripped out her pin, mm. which he said he's never seen in 20 years. Of course, Seymour can do that. Of course, and so he had to redo the surgery, and Seymour has a cone on her head, which she absolutely hates. So I've been telling her it's a magic healing cone. She's not so convinced, but... Um, I'm trying to convince her of that. And it's really interesting, actually, she went through this period where she was laying a lot of eggs. And mm-hmm. what he said, he took x-rays, and what he said about her bones is that they're, um, because she lost so much calcium laying the eggs, her bones are really brittle. Oh. So um, if she had more calcium, she may not have broken her legs. And so he's kind of worried about her bones. So she's on like a calcium supplement too. And the other thing we learned is that her wings, she can't outstretch either one of her wings, like, all the way. And they're sort of, like, fused shut at the joint. And um, I didn't ask him, but I think it's from being in a small area, which I thought she had a big area when she wasn't with me. So 
he said that he didn't think she was ever going to fly because I've been, you know, trying to get her to stretch them out so that she could fly one day. Yeah. He doesn't think that she, she ever will, but I want to do, like, physical therapy with her and, you know, really hope yeah. that she flies one day. I feel like it might be possible if she keeps exercising. I think so, too. I like to think so. But right now we got to get through the 30 days of her. She's got to be in this closed area in a on the ground for mm-hmm. uh, 30 days, which she is not excited about. She wants well, can we tell, ask Fenway to tell see more about the magic cone and how that's going to help her? Yes. Okay. So for all of you who missed last week, Fenway is eyes Aussie doodle. And he wears a magic cone sometimes because he chews and licks himself, right? Yep. And so we're going to – and I has told him that it's a magic cone, a magic healing cone, and so he um, loves his cone. Yeah, he and calls so it his magic hat. His magic hat. And so we're going to ask Fenway to talk to Seymora. Okay, Seymora, I want you to listen, all right? You're going to listen to Fenway, all right? Fenway's going to talk to you about the magic cone, the magic hat. Okay, let's get Fenway. Fenway. I'm already ready, he said. I want to tell Seymora to just be at peace. When you get anxiety, slow down your heart and think about your magic hat and how it's making you settle. Seymora, did you hear that? Did you hear what Fenway said? Seymora said he doesn't have the same magic hat as me. Well, he's a dog. Seymora, so it's like sort of the same, it's just a little bit different. So do you like it a lot? Fenway, do you like mm-hmm. it a lot? Yeah, I think it works a lot on me as special. Seymora, what about you, honey? Are you listening to Fenway, Seymora? She's chewing it now. It's all duct tape. She keeps ripping off the duct tape and then I got to duct tape it more. And the surgeon actually sent me home with duct tape. And he was, oh, my he, gosh. Like, a whole roll of duct tape, and he, he's like, you'll probably have to buy more. I'm like, no. But Seymour, right? But she, we had a little talk this morning, and she let it go for a while. Right? And Seymour, so did you hear Fenway? She said that she's listening to him, but she wants to get it off. He has it off sometimes. Wait, what? That that he has it off sometimes? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. He does. He has it off right now. Yeah, but he wears it 24-7 for the next 30 oh. days. Yeah, he did wear it, though, for like 24-7 for like two weeks. Oh, he did? Yeah, because he had, like, a really bad cut. So I, you know what I would like for you to do? Can you mm. think of Samora mm-hmm. and picture her, in your, picture her in your head? Yes. And, and tell her what you told Fenway. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm picturing her in my head, and I told Fenway, so I'm going to tell Seymour 
this is your magic hat. And when you wear it, it's going to just make you heal faster and make you better and stronger. So the more you wear it, the more you keep it on, the healthier you're going to be. Love it. Yeah. Did you, hear, did you hear what I said? And it's going to heal my leg, she questioned? Yes. So if you can keep it on, like the doctor says, for 30 days, then your leg will be really strong by the time you get it off. Did you hear what I said? Yeah, my leg is going to be strong when I get it off. Yeah, exactly. Right, honey. That's, that's right, honey. So be at peace with it. I'll be keep telling Fenway to talk to Seymour. Fenway's going to talk to you a lot about it, all right? Thank you. She said she stopped chewing it. Good job, I. Oh, good. All right. We're going to take some phone calls. Our first caller is Kashira, and she wants to talk to um, her bunnies that are on our Facebook page. I don't have that pulled up right now, so if you happen to be on there, pull that up. And uh, she wants to talk to um, all the, her bunnies. Let's see, find out what's going on. Um, Kashira. Hey. Hi. Hi. So tell Hi. us, you have three bunnies? Yes, I adopted three Flemish giants um, a couple months ago. It's a mom and two daughters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I essentially, I, originally I only wanted one, but when I went to the Georgia House Rabbit Society website, you know, they were going to have to split them up. Um, and I couldn't let that happen, so I went ahead and adopted all three of them. Never had any bunnies before, oh. but they're, they've been great. <laughs> so, and, um, yeah, and, you know, they had a, a, you know, a really rough time coming in. You know, it's, it, it was, they were dropped off in a park by a lady who decided that she wanted to go on vacation and decided that, you know, she couldn't find and didn't want to find anybody and dropped them off in the park. And some, you know, some good Samaritans saw her, surrounded her, called the police, and they had her arrested and have and what have, and they brought her brought in the three that were still alive, the mom and two daughters, and um, so they're now mine. But I wanted to find out how they're doing since they've left, you know, they've been living with me. I wanted to speak to the mom. Lily, which is the one on the far right, which is what I'm told. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> so, I see oh, them. So, I know, I see them too, and it looks like the the daughters are getting as big as the mom, even bigger. Exactly. Yeah. The one. Yeah. Lulu <laughs> in the middle. Lola. Lola in the middle is the one that's bigger than all of them. So I was like, Are you sure she's not the mom? <laughs> but, yeah. How, how big do they get, the Flemish giants? They can get up to twenty, thirty pounds. Um, yeah, I've seen a 30-pounder online, um, but yeah, they're right now they're like 12 pounds, 10 to 12 pounds. So. Oh my God, oh my that's gosh. a lot of rabbit. I mean, that's as big as Luca. Luca's 20 pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have a couple of Yorkies. They're the size of my Yorkies now. So. Oh my God, they know they're going to be way bigger than your Yorkies. Yeah, yeah, most likely. <laughs> That's going to be a fun one. you got to call back in when, when when they get that big so we can talk to your Yorkies about what it is. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> okay. Let's get let's get Lily, the mom, and see how she's doing and see how the other ones are doing, too. Okay. Lily. Mm-hmm. My mom is really nice to me. I was a little bit nervous at first. 
because I wasn't sure of her intention. But she does this stroking thing that puts me to sleep. It's very calming. She says you're very meticulous with her stuff. Is that true? Yes. (laughs) I am. (laughs) I just kind of keep everything clean and in order. (laughs) They seem to like that. Bunnies do kind of like to make a little bit of a mess. They do, but they they seem to like put it in like a certain way. They or they're kind of organized. They these three seem to be organized, so they just mm-hmm. don't seem to mind. That's good. She says, "Tell her that I want something." She wants like a hanging carrot. It looks like she wants something that goes through the grate of her cage. Okay. So she, so she would lift up and chew. Do you know what she's talking about? She likes to play with the the wicker ball, and she likes to throw that around. So maybe she wants no, something hanging like something, on. No, it looks like something she can eat, and it looks like it's wedged up high. So she has to like climb for it. Okay. Okay. It. Okay. I think I think I know what you're talking about. Okay. Okay. And the other thing I want to say is, I like something soft on my belly, especially at night. It looks okay. like it looks like I don't want to say sheepskin, but like that that other material that kind of looks like sheepskin. You know what that is? Something soft. Okay. Yeah, she must. Okay, I think I know what she's talking about. Like, there's this carpet that they sell that she probably had when before I I I, I adopted them. So I think I know what she's talking about. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's a carpet. That would make sense. Mhm. Yeah. Tell my mom I love her. <laughs> love you too. <laughs> she says she's really good at talk. You're really good at talking to them. Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm gonna get Lola. Hold on. I just want to say this place is awesome. She says she's getting really strong in her hind end. Yeah. She said there was a time when she was worried because it was weaker. But it's not weak anymore. That's probably just growing pain. Right. Plus, I have more room to run around here, so. Yeah, she says that when you pick her up to be careful. Okay. To hold me close to you. Okay. And then what about you, Lulu? She says she's the princess of the bunch. She is. <laughs> she truly is. She says that she's the one that likes to be taken care of special. And she likes alone time with you. Oh, okay. That's what that is. Because I notice when I'm always I'm playing with them, she kind of goes off to herself like, yeah, that's not, you know, you can you can play with them, but come over here with me by myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering. I was like, because she seemed kind of skittish. Like, no, I don't want you. I don't want you playing with them, too. I want you just to myself. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you, though. Did you think that maybe she was a little skittish when you played? So let me I ask did. You that. Yeah, I yeah, did. I wasn't. It could be both. I don't want. Especially yeah. when people, like, have, like, a 
feeling about what is going on and that feeling is strong, mm-hmm. I don't want to say that that's not it because I think okay. it's important. I mean, sometimes we can, you know, the average person or whatever can look at it and they can get the intentions wrong, but a lot of times you're right on. So let me let me ask her and say, okay. you know, that sometimes you feel like she goes off and that she looks a little bit skittish and, like, is she being a little bit skittish or what is that all about? Right, does she not want me to touch her? Or? <laughs> it's about Lola being heavy. Sometimes she bumps into me hard. Yeah, she does. I, and I, I get on her about that. <laughs> <laughs> she says that when Lola gets more wild, she gets nervous. Okay. So it's not it's not really you, it's more Lola. That's kind of okay. interesting because that's very similar to puppy behavior. You know, it's like mm-hmm. they don't really make their body strength yet and yeah. they haven't really okay. learned how to communicate to one another. So, Lola, you need to be a little bit kinder to your sister, to Lulu, and you have to kind of watch a little bit more when she's feeling more sensitive. But it's interesting that she says she's like a princess because that also is like a little bit more sensitive too. Mm-hmm, Yeah. Yeah, I have to, yeah, Lulu needs, Lola needs to stop trying to steal her snacks when when I give them a snack. That's, that's, so cute. But, yeah, okay, great, great. I'm glad they're okay. Well, thanks for calling in, and call us in when they get a little bigger, and let's talk to the Yorkies. Okay, yeah. I will. Thanks. And keep <laughs> thanks taking photos. Right. Keep taking photos of them. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Take care. Oh, my gosh. How great. She sounds like such an amazing bunny mom, and she's never had a bunny before. I know. And can you imagine having 30-pound bunnies, three of them in the house? That's a lot. That's I mean, a lot of bunnies. I know. <laughs> it gives me, I don't because I always wanted, you know, to get another type of animal other than a dog or a cat. Um, but I'm always afraid that I'm not going to be a good mom because I don't know how to take care of, like, pigs or bunnies or, you know, oh or God. birds. Yeah, I'm, like, obsessive about research, so you would learn really quickly. I know, but I'm, like, afraid to, like, mess them up or do the wrong thing or feed them. I don't know. I just get freaked out. Which, by the way, I know of a little pig that needs a home who's used to being inside the house. It's house trained. Really? really? How big? I don't know how big. I haven't met him or her yet. I okay. I haven't done the pictures, but they haven't yet. But it is allowed in the house. Oh, okay. Well, um, according to um, Potbelly Manor, I'm supposed to call or find out if I'm zoned for pigs first. Oh, really? Yeah, because sometimes you're not allowed to have pigs. But I have feel like people around here have chickens, so why can't I have a pig? And firearms. Don't they have firearms in your neighborhood, too? <laughs> well, yeah, but I think those are illegal. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I don't want to, but I don't want to get my pig taken away. You know what I mean? That's like situation. Yeah. I don't want to get attached and then something happens and they take it away and then I got to go find a new home. It's like a whole thing. I want them to have a forever home. Of course, of course. Yeah. Okay, let's get to our next caller, who is uh, Diana with her 
dog Oreo who's on our Facebook page wearing the cutest sweater. And Oreo passed away uh, recently in uh, the beginning of January. Um, so looks like um, Oreo lived a kind of difficult life in a cage. We'll have... Um, I don't see Oreo. Where is he? It's like down, further down. Just keep going, scrolling down, black and white sweater. Uh, Diane, why don't you tell us a little bit about Oreo and how you found him sure. and how you became adopting? Oh, good. Good afternoon, Laura. And um, um, I help a foster now and then. I'm a sales foster, but they needed a a nice home for Oreo. They found her, and she was in a shelter, and she was going to be, you know, put down. So they took her, and um, she was deaf and blind. They didn't realize it at the time. So I took her. And I had her for about three weeks. And when I got her, she didn't even know how to eat out of a bowl. And so I would throw kibble on the floor. And she ended up eating puppy kibble. She wouldn't even eat anything else than that. And I got her to eat, and she started walking around my house. She'd go outside, come in. She was she was amazing, and I thought she could um, be someone's dog. And she just, she played with my dog. She actually kind of played with me. She didn't know how. But New Year's Eve, she had, a, I think, a stroke. Like, I had gone out and come home, and she couldn't walk. Her legs were, like, crippled, and she lost control of her bowel, had thrown up. So I held her all that night, and the next day I took her to the vet. And so they said she'd probably should be put down. It's probably what caused her problems. But they thought she probably had lived in a cage five years before that. So... I really want to know if she's happy. Okay. Did I do the right decision? Okay. Hold it's on. You see, can't you hear? <laughs> I just, I, in the best that I gave her a moment, and dogs live in the moment. And I gave her um, She definitely can see and hear because they're not attached to their body anymore. But I'll have her tell you about what about what her experience is. Oh, um, sweet Oreo. And thanks so much for rescuing her and taking care of her. And such a blessing. Um, okay, let's get her. She's so cute. <laughs> she was so cute. And I really had just told the people she could go to a good home, I think, but not with kids, you know, something quiet. Yeah, she says that she's great in heaven and that she can prance, prance, and prance. She says she's like, a, I'm like a puppy here. Oh. I want to tell her thank you for giving me love. Thank you for stroking the side of my face. I always, I, that's how I came up to her. I didn't want to scare her because I'd always come up and stroke her side of her face. Oh, she says she loved that. She loved that. Oh. She says she can hear and see now. Oh. She said that she started to hear and see again when she when she found you and started to be loved by you. And I don't think she really means like she could actually see or actually hear, but it was more like you brought her senses back. You brought her to living in the into the world again rather than her closed off world. So, oh. like, she got some of her senses back when she came to you. Oh. She's so thankful for that. She wants you to know you did a good deed. And that she's forever your friend. Oh. 
And she says, at nighttime, she snuggles up with you. Oh. <laughs> she says she gets really close and she snuggles up. Oh, I was hoping she'd come back. I left her little home and her food dish. <laughs> oh, she says that uh, she wants you to know that she'll bring you good luck. When when you say oh. that you want her to come back, do you mean like come and visit you in spirit or do you mean come back as, a, as another live animal? I meant in spirit because I always heard if you leave their stuff, they'll come back. And I had a dog die about three years ago and, you know, her toy would be moved. I could tell she'd come back. So I was hoping Oreo would come back, but I didn't have her so long. So I thought maybe, maybe she couldn't. So, or... <laughs> no, no, no. So they do come back. They all, like, if you have a connection with them, they all come back. They all come oh. back and they see you. But, like, to actually move a toy or actually to, like, move something, if you can imagine, it takes a lot of energy, and it's, it's not every spirit on the other side can actually move a physical object here on Earth. So it's sometimes it's much more subtler than that. It's like remembering them at a certain time or thinking you see them out of the corner of your eye or remembering their smell or, you know, them placing a memory in your mind mostly is what it is. But then you can have, like, the feeling of them lying next to you. And so um, don't necessarily look for just her things moved because it's more of... (laughs) Yeah, it's more subtler, like a like a um, settling, like uh, like a lifting of the heart or feeling of the heart when she comes closer to you. Oh, I do feel that sometimes. Oh, I'm you so do? glad. Yeah. So that's her. So know that when you feel that, that that's her. And what you can do when you feel that feeling is just acknowledge it and talk to her, and then she's going to know, oh, okay, when I came back in this way, mom realized. And so then she can come back more and more. And then you'll see those times might get longer and longer. or you, That feeling in your heart might get deeper and deeper. And sometimes it just takes time to, for you to be able to sense it and for her to be able to send you that feeling. So oh. really acknowledge it because it's really, it's really amazing. And then know sometimes, too, Sometimes we're so much in grief, we can't feel it. So it's not that they're not there. It's just that sometimes we don't feel it. But for everyone out there listening who's lost an animal or a loved one on the other side, they all come around. And it's not holding them back to talk to them or to light a candle for them. They like that. They like to be remembered like that. So, oh, I will. I'm going to get her a candle. That's a good idea. Yeah. You know what I like to do, too, is like, if they had, like, a certain food that they like, I like to feed the other dogs that food <laughs> and, like, memory of her, you know, and I... Oh, I will. Yeah. She never really seemed to eat. I couldn't get her to eat too much, but that's why I didn't know she was sick. <laughs> Maybe we should ask her what kind of food she, she wants. Yeah, she said her teeth were bothered her. Oh. She says here in heaven she gets those strips of meat, which actually I wouldn't tell you to feed the dogs that because it looks like those, you know, those really junky jerky (laughs) treats. Oh, (laughs) I tried everything there, even raw hamburgers. (laughs) (laughs) She was bones when I got her. Oh, that's 
Oh, I'm glad she's eating. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, thanks, thanks for calling in, Diane. I thank you so much for helping me. <laughs> yeah, thanks for sharing your story. For thanks, Oreo. Oreo. Did you see Oreo's Oreo. sweater? Yes, it's so cute. It looks just like Oreo. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next we got uh, Sophie, a Sheltie that's on our Facebook, who I can see right here. Very cute. Um, she passed away in November, suddenly at seven years old, and Irene is having um, difficulty processing this. So, Irene, um, did you have Sophie the whole seven years? Yes, yes. We got her as a puppy. So mm-hmm. she's been always with us. Oh. Oh. And so what happened? Um, she got very sick suddenly. She got, um, uh, she was like throwing up, not eating, and food was her life. You know, she always ate. So I took her to the vet, and they found out she's anemic, and they found out that her immune system basically was not recognizing her red blood cells and was killing them. So we had to do several transfusions, blood transfusions for her. And um, without those, she would have died earlier, but she she died less than a month. So it's, we, took, we took her every, everywhere. So... She looks so healthy in this photo that you posted. Oh, that picture is in July of last year. She would come and stare at me like that the last few months before she passed in November, and I didn't know why sometimes she would come and stare at me. So one day I just took a picture of her. I thought it was cute, but she wanted something. I didn't know what. I would offer her her treat or something or to go out, and she just didn't respond to it. I'm like, I don't know what you want. That was a look that just stuck with me because she would stare at me like she's trying to tell me something. Mm-hmm. So you have I don't the know. feeling of what she was trying to tell you now? Well, I'd like to know what she's doing now. I mean, how yeah. is she? Where is she? Yeah, okay, well, ask her. I think that when she was staring at you like that, she was trying to tell you she didn't feel well. Oh, really? No. Yeah, she's probably trying to tell you that something's not right, something's off, I don't know what it is. And maybe one of the reasons why you got that confusion of, like, what do you want? Like, you know how you couldn't, like, put your hand hand on it? Like, like, do you want a treat? Like, what do you want? Because she probably didn't know. Because she was probably like, I just feel off, and something doesn't make sense to me, Mom. I just feel off. And then you're questioning, what? Yeah, because that was back in July, that picture, and she didn't get sick till like, mid-October. Yeah, something probably started. She looks beautiful, though. I mean, my gosh, she's gorgeous. Um, Thank you. Okay, let's get Sophie and ask her how she's doing. Yes. Oh, is that your baby? Yes, I have a baby, too. That's so funny. I think your baby was talking to Sophie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. She's like, I'll do it for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hold on. Let's get Sophie. Okay, Sophie. What do you think, honey? Where are you? Your mom's excited to talk to you. She says she wants to tell you thank you for helping her when she was sick. She said that yeah, she felt like she, she felt like she was drowning a little bit. Oh. 
she said she had this feeling of not being able to stand up and not sort of feeling solid. Yes, yes. And she said that she felt really, really nauseous. Yes, she was she on medicine. Not, she said she's not nauseous now. Uh-huh. And she said she's with Grandpa. And normally when they say they're with grandpa, it's usually like her grandpa, like either you or your husband's father or your grandpa. Yeah, our parents are alive, so it must be my grandpa. must be your grandpa. Yeah. He says he's helping me. He makes sure I go for rides in the car. Huh. She says that they watch baseball games together. And oh, then that's not my grandpa. <laughs> no, did he not like baseball? No, my grandpa wouldn't know baseball. He's not. He was not born and raised in U.S., so that must be my husband's side. Yeah, I would, I would ask him, your husband, if his grandfather liked baseball. Because usually they okay. say something that would pinpoint who it is. Okay, yeah. So I've said this before, but just so that people know, when the animals talk about seeing somebody on the other side, it's for Mm -hmm. two different reasons. It's for one reason is to say, like, hey, Mom, don't worry. I have family here. I'm getting well taken care of. I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. So that's, Mm -hmm. like, one important reason. But the other reason is whoever that is on the other side, is trying to get a message to their loved ones on earth that they're oh. okay, that they're still watching over the family, and that they're, um, that they're doing things that they love. And so there might be something about your, um, your husband's grandfather um, or uh-huh. somebody of that generation who is trying to get a message to a loved one. It might not be you. It could be somebody right. else in the family who's maybe struggling with him passing or wondering if he's okay, that he is okay. doing okay. Okay. Will she come back at all? I mean, I heard about your show, The Reincarnation, and I wasn't sure. Is she just going to be there waiting for yeah, us to be there? I'm sorry? She said she would love to come back. I saw her when she said that as like a male when she said she'd come back I saw her as a male and I saw her I can't tell how big she is in this photo but I saw her like small like mini small huh so she She said she would love she said she would love to come back and help the family Mm. she says she has the power to do it the baseball image came up again. It's almost like like I saw like hitting a home run. Huh. So me. So um, I don't know. For some reason there's baseball somewhere. So there's some, that would be interesting to I don't hear know. back from you if that connects at some point. But so she's so what she's also saying is that she will have help to come back. But I do see her as a male. So it would be interesting. Huh. Has she come visited us since she died? She said she comes all the time. How would she I know? She, she says she puts her front paws up on the bed. Oh. 
I don't know if there's like wind chimes or a mobile or something near the baby's room or where the yes. baby's sleep. But yes. she said she moved that. Yes, she did move it. She moved that chime when I was alone in the room one day. Oh, and I knew okay. it would be her. That was the only time because there was no one, no wind, nothing, and I was alone unpacking. And that chime is in the baby's room. So she oh. did move it. Oh, I love wow. that. Oh, my God. So it was her. I was pretty sure because yes. nobody was in the room but me. Yes, it was her. And so know that, like I was saying to the last caller, that it can take a lot of energy to move that. And so she might yeah. have been able to gain up a lot of energy for that one time. Oh. But, she, but so she could be coming around more, but just that one time she was able to move it. Oh, it was a very clear move because it chimed. And I'm like, how did this move? I looked around. There was uh-huh. nothing touching it. Nobody was in the room but me. So I respected I that. I suspected it was her, but since then I asked her to move it again, but uh, she hasn't done it. So that's why I asked to see if you would know. She, she yeah, it's not that easy to do. So she she might have had help to do it or, yeah. you know. So, But know yeah. that she is around and that she is going to come back. And when, sometimes when they come back, too, you feel like a, like almost like they're gone from you. Or you don't feel them as much because right, they, right. they, they're on their way back. So... I pay attention, and for some reason, I see her as a as a bull, as a male dog. Male. I mean, that of course can change. It can change, but kind yeah. of be open to that. Is that in the near future that she'll come, or is it long long term later? Do you know time frame? It looks like within the year. Within the year? It looks like it. Wow. Hey. Because we're not planning on getting another dog. I mean, I've got the baby, and it's hard to find a, a dog that's good with babies, and I didn't think I'll get another one. <laughs> She's going to yeah. be great with the baby. So one of the things is you just keep kind of going as you're going, and then uh-huh. all of a sudden you're going to be like, huh, maybe I can have another dog. Maybe we should start looking, or all of a sudden the dog will appear. So just wait until you feel ready, and then, uh-huh. you know, it happens, like she could actually help you make you feel ready or you start to feel ready and then she's on her way back. But yeah. I do feel like she's going to be really good with the baby. I'm not worried about it. And I think the baby sees her. Oh, really? I do. I think your baby sees her. I hope you could tell me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I do. I think it's so funny when your baby makes noise. I feel like it's times when she's talking to Sophie. <laughs> really? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, Irene, wow. call, call us back when uh, you you sense, you know, a, a shift and if you find an, yeah. another dog. Yeah, that that'll be very strange. So I don't know. For now, I just miss Sophie. Yeah. So it's it's a huge thing for me to get another dog. So I'm not ready yeah. yet. But yeah. I don't well, keep us uh-huh. posted. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for calling in. Oh, wow! That was really cool that she noticed the wind chime thing. I know. How cool is that, little Sophie? That's amazing, and that's. Wow, how cool is that, that you can do that? I mean, I know it's not you, the dog's just telling you, but sometimes when it's like 
that clear. I'm like, wow, this is for real. <laughs> skeptic in me. This is a skeptic in me talking. I'm sorry. I know I'm supposed to be producing a, a radio show here. <laughs> I'm a skeptic too. That's what makes it. You know, I think that that's what makes me good is because I'm a skeptic and I don't want to like mislead anyone. So I have to make sure that I'm right on. Otherwise, I can't do it. Right. <laughs> you know what amazing. I mean? Like, yeah. It's kind of like how I don't want to get you know, I don't want to get it wrong, like about getting a new pet or a new animal. Um, you know, I just want to make sure things are right. And you kind of have I things know. right, you know. Uh, okay, let's go because our time is running out. Elizabeth has a six-year-old beagle named Albert. Typical beagle colors. Um, he has a large head, black and brown with uh, brown dots on his feet, white on the nose, black ears, light tan head. He's a competition dog and has lived his life outside in a kennel and just moved him into the house two weeks ago and he is marking everything. Um, oh my God! Not get really? fixed because of his competing. So, um, Elizabeth, when you say everything, do you mean everything? <laughs> not, well, like furniture and corners. And oh. It's understandable because that's what male dogs do. But I was hoping Laura could connect with him and and see if he has any concerns about living in the house. I just love this dog. And um, if maybe she could ask him to maybe not mark, he'll do it outside. Yeah. His housebreaking is going very well. It is going very well, so he is going to move outside. Yeah, it's only been two weeks, and he's, he's fantastic. I love this boy. He's just wonderful. But, um, Good. And was he, he does in wanna... your care when he lived out in the kennel? So was he just like he lived outside at your house and then he moved in? Yeah, he lived here in a kennel. Um, okay. I he when he was born, I was with him, and um, I had to bottle feed him. So I've known Albert oh. all his life, but he belonged to my partner, and now he's mine. He's my boy, and I want him oh, to live yeah. in the house. And he's right here beside me in bed. I just love Albert. Okay. He is a wonderful dog. So one of the things that we also want to explain to Albert, because a lot of times what happens is with the marking is, you know, yes, it's their male dogs and they're making their territory and, you know, there's definitely Mm -hmm. that. But a lot of times it's also, it can be unconscious that they're actually marking because then if they have their smell, then they feel more safe. So they feel like that. So we want to explain to him how inappropriate that is to do in the house and maybe that was okay outside but it's not okay mm-hmm. to do in the house. And that if he really likes his gig he's got going on now, he's going to have to knock it off, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, okay. I I think he can do it. He's very smart. He's a very good Oh, dog. he can definitely do it. He can definitely do it. Okay. So let me get Albert. He sounds like such a great pup. Oh, he is. He, she wants to ask you something. He says when he's sleeping, he doesn't know if he should go under or not. Does he sleep on the bed with you? Yes. Well, he's only slept one time, and he went under the covers. <laughs> oh, he so likes he's to be wondering warm. if that's okay. Yes, that's okay. That's fine. Oh, yeah, Albert, that's fine. You can sleep under the covers. How cool is that? 
So, Albert, honey, do you know that you're peeing around the house? And do you know that mom wants you to only pee outside? But I know that it's your nature to mark your territory, but really it's inappropriate to do in the house. It's one of the worst things a dog can do is pee in the house for whatever reason. So you always have to pee outside, always. Do you understand that? It's so important. He says when he lifts his leg, sometimes he doesn't catch himself until he's in the middle of doing it. <laughs> so, um, so you're going to have to start being a little bit more conscious. And when you start to lift or when you, when you first think about lifting, you're going to have to stop yourself and then go outside. Or maybe you could rub your body up against something or you could go to your mom for support. He says he was wondering if he could learn to play with more toys. Okay. <laughs> Does he play with toys yes. now? Yes, we have a few toys, yeah. Okay, so what he's saying trying... is that maybe what he could do is when he feels like marking instead, go get a toy. That's a great okay. idea, Albert. That would be really good if you could do that. Remember, only pee outside. And then... So do you feel like he knows how to let you know that he has to go out? Does he have a dog door or anything, or does he have to tell you? No, I take him out. I take him out like every two or three hours as I'm trying to housebreak him and tell him okay, outside so pee-pee's good. Yeah, so mom's taking you out, but if you have to go in the meanwhile, run to the door and then run to mom. Run to the door and then run to mom, and then she'll take you out. He wants to know if he's won enough yet to retire. Oh, well, yes, if he doesn't want to compete anymore. He is getting older. Why don't you want to compete anymore? What is it? Is, it like a, is he like a show dog, or is he, what is he competing no, in? No, 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 no. He's a brave eagle dog. Rabbit. He's a what? He's, he's just on, on following a rabbit trail. Oh, my God, you're kidding. Wow. No. So how come you no. don't want to compete anymore? Oh, wow. He says he doesn't want to get bad at it. Oh, okay. He says okay. he wants to stop when he's good. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. No, he can be my boy. He can be my inside dog, my baby. I love this dog. He is really special since he's he been born. He says he'd like to do it for fun but not competition. Okay. Isn't that interesting? That's so interesting uh-huh. that he would want to... Like, he knows that what winning is, and he doesn't uh-huh. want to go and not win. Well, is that him that snoring? I understand it. Yeah, he's laying right here. <laughs> I was wondering what that sound was. That's Albert. Yes, he's snoring. That's Albert. Um, so Albert has you. special qualities. When, when he goes out in the field and he's on a rabbit track, these beagle dogs, they are so attuned to it, their instincts are so powerful that they can't stop what they're doing. And they're so joyful when they're after a rabbit trail. It's like that's what they live for is to smell that. But Albert's oh. the only dog that I've ever seen who will break his concentration when I call him. We have such a wonderful bond. I just love this boy. Oh, so I want to make sure he's happy. That, 
<laughs> so sweet. Yeah, he's so happy. The first thing he says is, can I go under the sheets? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> Wait, can we all be quiet for one second? I just want to hear this. <laughs> Elizabeth, thank you so much for calling in, and please send us a photo of Albert on our Facebook page, or okay. you can email us. All right. Okay. Thank you, Laura, for telling thank him you. about peeing in the house. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> oh my oh gosh, my God. Albert That's is cute. hilarious. No. I had, I wanted to cover Beanie's ears though when she was saying what Albert was doing. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. Also for uh those uh bunnies that were on earlier. <laughs> cover your big ears. I know. Beanie no. doesn't care though. She's okay. She should uh Beanie should um enter a competition to go on beagle trails. <laughs> chase beagles. What did you say? I said she should join a competition to to chase beagles. To chase beagles? She's pretty yeah. tough, that Jeannie. I know. I mean, if you, don't, if you don't get her treats fast enough, she'll punch you like a kangaroo. <laughs> really? She doesn't do it to me, but, like, sometimes I'll have, like, the cleaning lady to give her a treat or something, and if they yeah. don't give it, drop it fast enough, she'll punch them like a kangaroo. <laughs> She's a baby. <laughs> She's funny. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Loverboy, a five-year-old black tabby who lives outside and inside. He has bug bites and hair falling out, and Deb wants to know... What can she do? What's going on? Uh, Deb, tell us how, like, he's just coming in with, like, missing fur or what? Well, it, it just kind of started falling out. He was scratching, and there you just see piles of hair falling out. So I finally looked at him, and I saw that there were, like, little bites where his hair had fallen out. And I thought, oh, my goodness, what's going on here? And then I noticed he had tapeworms. So then I gave him oh. tapeworms in and homeopathic to build up his immune system, and that seemed to help a little bit, but they, the hair still kind of kept falling out, and so I finally just said, that's it, you got to stay in so I can see what, you know, is going on with you, how much you scratch, and that type of stuff. And anyway, so he's gotten a little bit better, but now it seems like he kind of is having a little hard time breathing, and I'm thinking he has allergies or something. Oh, my goodness. Did you, when you found out that he had worms, did they do a um, blood panel on him, too? No, I didn't do a blood panel. He just had tapeworms coming out his behind, so I knew it was tapeworms. Oh, right, and you treated him. Yeah, and so then I gave him some, you know, Dronset to get rid of those. And then, so then that took its course for about 10 days, and I know they kind of rehatched themselves. So then I gave him a homeopathic that's supposed to be a really good dewormer, you know. So I gave him that for a good about 20 days. And like I say, he's doing better, but he still scratches a little bit and has, like, body twitches. So I'm not sure if he has something else going on or, you know, what's body twitches? Yeah. I would get him a blood panel done on him. Uh Uh-huh. 
I want to know what his, how his organs are doing, especially if he has those little twitches. Sometimes that can be like when there's something going on with the liver, they can do those little ticks or twitches. Uh-huh. Um, I would, I'm just like a little bit curious of that. And um, uh, one of our callers um, or our call screeners, Kendra, I don't know if you spoke to Kendra, but she had typed us a note saying that that's what her cat had had. And so um, at first, before her cat got sick, so I would love a blood panel done on him just to kind of know what's going on with his organs. But uh-huh. let's, ask, let's ask him how he's feeling. Okay. Lover boy. I love that. His name. <laughs> you said he is itchy. He feels like his skin is dehydrated. It's not exactly his wording. It's more like, um, like you know that feeling of like having really dry skin? That's uh-huh. how his skin Yeah, I started giving him Lipiderm, which is really supposed to help from the inside out, but he doesn't like the taste, which is strange because he likes fish. He says he also has a little bit of a stomach ache. Oh, really? On the right side of his stomach. He says also some, let me figure this out. There's something about his saliva that's strange, too. It's like um, like sometimes his mouth is dry, and then other times his saliva has a taste to it. Um, well, I've it rem- been in these homeopathics that have a taste to it, so. Do they? The homeopathics do? And the homeopathic that you're giving him, are you giving him like a liquid? Yeah, it's a liquid, but I think it's got a little bit of alcohol in it, not too much, but a little bit. Oh, I wonder if that's what he's talking about. He's talking about the homeopathic medicine that you're giving him. Huh, usually when you're giving him a homeopathic that is helping, they usually talk about how they like that. So let me see. Is it what your mom, you give it to him in a dropper? Yeah, uh uh-huh. Okay, so lover boy, you know so you're, how you're talking about your saliva, like at first your mouth is dry and then your, your mouth tastes like a little bit strange? Is that what your mom is giving you in the dropper? And does that help your body at all? Do you feel like that helps you? Huh. He says he doesn't feel like it helps his skin or his stomach, but it makes him feel like his eyes are brighter, like meaning he sees clearer. Uh Uh-huh. That's interesting. It is interesting. I don't know about that. I don't know enough about homeopathics to tell you, like, that remedy, like, if that is something that remedy would do, because maybe whoever told you about that homeopathic would know. But also, like, the liver controls the eyes, so is it possible that the homeopathic is helping his liver and then he's seeing better? Or I don't know. But it's um, kind of an interesting it, thing. Yeah. Um, but it sounds to me like his body seems toxic to me. And I don't know, I mean, of course it's going to be a little bit toxic because you just dewormed him and you have to deworm him because that's the best way to get rid of those. But was it, to- like, sometimes that skin feeling they had, that could be toxicity even from before that. Huh. Did you do vaccines recently? 
No, he doesn't hasn't had any vaccines. Good, good. Keep that that way. I know of. I mean, we got him when he was about a year old, so. Yeah, no, that's good then. Um, you know, the only hunter? Yeah, he is a hunter, and I've got a funny feeling he might have actually gotten into something like that. You're eating a rodent that might have been poisoned. Yeah. That's that toxicity feeling, too, that would process through the liver and then also come out through the skin. Yeah. So I would love a blood panel on him to see what's going on. And, and what type of panel do you get? Uh, it's just the vet will know. Just do a blood panel, and that's like overall it checks all the organs. Okay. As a general rule, I like to do them once a year after they turn eight. I know he's five, but um, it can catch a lot of things before you actually see problems. So it's a good thing to do. And maybe I would do a stool sample on him again, too, just to make sure you got actually got rid of them all. Yeah, he because, doesn't go to the bathroom in the house, you know, unless I keep him in. And yeah. when I keep him and, in, his stools were really hard to start with, and then they got back to normal again, you know. Yeah, I think sometimes they, were hard they can have worms and you don't, or, or some type of parasite, and you don't see it in their stool. So yep. it might not be a bad idea to do a stool sample and to do um, blood work. Okay. And then, yeah, yeah, call us back and let us know if they found anything or if he's getting better. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I don't drink water out of a, uh, like I've got, like, this bird bath out here, and is that causing him any problems? I don't think that would be it. A lot of cats do that. A lot of them like to drink out of that more than the regular water, so I don't think that would cause a problem. Okay. I don't think that's it. But you could also put them on colostrum and coconut oil. Those would help, both those things, the stomach and the and the skin. But I kind of want to know if there's something deeper going on. So I would, especially if he's had worms and had a lower immune system for a while, I would want those things checked. Okay, well, Deb, call us back when uh, you get that stuff checked out. We want to know how Loverboy is doing because we know. need him help. You don't want anyone at five years of age to not be feeling well. Right, I know. Uh, okay, real quick, Storm King's words of wisdom. We need, like, one line. Okay, so Stormy's not here, but Makia, my white cat, is. So, okay. Everyone should be in nature or sit by a nature window. Because if you get out in nature, you feel better about yourself. That is true. I'm going to do that. Oh. In- she, she also says that everyone out there who thinks they can't talk to animals is wrong. They can talk to animals. Oh, thank you. That's a good thing for Makia to say, huh? That's very good. True. Makia is 18. Smart. She is a smart kitty. And you can tune in next week to the Pet Psychic Radio Show. Talk to Makia and friends. And until then, go to thepetpsychic.com for more tips on animal communication. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. And we'll see you all next week. Talk to the animals. Bye, everyone. Talk to the animals.